Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Raised on Retro. Episode 5. Yeah, we're, we're getting deep into it now. I feel like we got this podcast thing down. We're, we're kind of hitting a groove, I like it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Well, today is a special day for our podcast. We brought in some, some guests. Today's going to be cool. We're going we're gonna to introduce them here. Uh, Real quick, before we do that. Oh yeah. I always forget every episode. I mean, it's, it's, it's like your thing now. Tradition. Uh, it's your thing. <laughs> let's give a shout out to our, our all our social media handles. Uh, Spotify, Raised on Retro. Everything that you know us on is the same, is the same name as you're seeing it right now. Uh, Look us up. TikTok. Raised on Retro. Email. On Spotify on TikTok. Raised on Retro Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. I believe it was the email. Brad, don't even think about sending another email. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. If you go listen to episode four, we had a good time with Brad's email. So that was awesome. Send us more emails, fella. We, have, we really like the emails. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're not missing anything, are we? The nope. Spotify playlist? Do you want to kind of tell them the... the the plan for this episode kind of what it the idea here is well father's day is coming up yeah so what we've done with our guest stars today is we we have another father and son from similar gaming eras that we're from and we we want to talk about you know the the differences in our in our gaming cultures our experiences just father-to-son conversations yeah so that's kind of the theme of the day is it's kind of a father-son episode about gaming with your dad with your son um so without further ado i want to introduce uh my friend jared and his friend jj um jared is a jared leto look-alike and a professional disc golfer but today we're not talking about disc golf. We're going to talk about gaming. And his friend JJ is what? Uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Master. Master. Okay. He will take you out. Uh, Jared, let's start with you. Tell me about your gaming background. Um, and we'll go from there. Thanks for inviting me, guys. Um, background, I've had every gaming console there is from Atari to Nintendo to Super Nintendo to N64 to PS2 skipped the uh, Sega Genesis thing <laughs> and went to uh, from PlayStation 2 to Xbox 360 to an Xbox One my son's trying to convince me to get a PC saying that's where it's at now <laughs> we'll see how it goes it does seem like the mods and things you can do on a computer are superior but, I mean, I, I love gaming. I mean, that is, like, interaction, escapism. Like, I truly, when I dive in, I love to play games. I love to be competitive. And I love to be a team player. That's what it's all about, man. Uh, That's awesome. Great ep- great uh, intro. Um, <clears throat> JJ, you're 11 years old. Tell us about your gaming background so far. The first uh, time I ever played games was when my dad had uh, the very first Xbox. He um, he played Grand Theft Auto, and I would mostly sometimes join in, like to ride the motorcycles or something. And 
um, as I grew, I got, I used to, I got used to the Nintendo, um. Which Nintendo? Um, the old one? Or the, the, the new one. Switch or the, the Wii? Switch. The Switch. I, I used to was get. Was it the Wii? No, it was the Switch. The bowling and stuff? No, it was the Switch. The Switch, okay. I, I, it, it can't, I tried with it, it just. It just didn't feel like it, cause that wasn't your thing. Yeah, right? it wasn't my thing until I found out about the Xbox One, and I started getting more used to it over the years. Wow, very cool, JJ. My next question. Yeah. You you kind of touched on it there. What is your like earliest memory gaming? When what? You know, maybe you were four or five. You remember? Your your dad giving you the controller and saying play this game or or a game that you asked your dad to put in so you can play. What was the earliest memory you have playing video games? Mostly Grand Theft Auto. That that was my latest memory of it. Okay. Very cool. Cause he just handed me that controller and I was like, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> you fell in love right then, huh? Right there and then I fell. <laughs> Jarrett, tell us about your earliest memory game. Oh man, um, when I remember my neighbor Mark, he had uh, Tecmo Bowl and Double Dribble. Oh. And wow. for some reason, every time I went over to Mark's house, he would double stack the Nintendo cartridges. <laughs> and then, and then another thing he did is he had this like power pad, and he, oh. like they would, they would. Instead of running on it, they would slap it with their hands. <laughs> so you boom and go over the little oh, hurdle oh, things. Yeah. And we would do like nonstop trying to beat world records. You hear these that, old people? That um, <laughs> man, I it, it, it's like a. I remember my neighbor Chris, um, my best friend Barry's older brother would call the house phone. And said, "Man, this is level eight Mario Brothers. This is tough. Can you call Jarrett? Come over here and beat this." And I called her. They could be over there in a minute. R- run over there in my pajamas. Go over there, beat the game. And he gets so mad. He goes, "I don't understand how this kid can do it." I said, "Man, it's all you know, hand-eye coordination. It's not hard. Just practice." And I was just that gamer. Like I'd come, I just completely like, "You got to jump here. You got to jump here. You got to you know jump that way." And they, it's something they didn't see, but. Man, playing video games has just been like my thing. I love it. That's Sweet. awesome. That's why we got y'all here today, man. Uh, this podcast all about different generations of gaming and growing up playing games. You have that just part of your life, and it kind of sticks with you all along. So that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. <clears throat> so I think the first topic we want to talk about today and we'll all talk discuss this is what our favorite memories gaming with a parent was i think we all have some specific memories that stick out growing up that maybe you know was playing a particular game with your dad or or your mom or you got some present from for a birthday uh, or a console for your birthday that you'd been wanting, uh, that your parents got you. So whatever that specific memory is, 
growing up that sticks out that relates to your parent we're going to talk about that what what's your best memory gaming with a parent is you want to start trey i'm gonna I'm start it all right we're gonna let trey start it off um with you definitely it was playing the uncharted series man okay that was a really fun just game to play with you you know we we've been playing that for so long now since i was a little kid we started playing (laughs) and now we're we're up to four we we beat them all now yeah yeah we played the whole series that was that was great good fun you know got in touch with the characters and everything oh you kind of what's cool about that is that series you know every year or two they were coming out with a new one yeah and so you kind of grew up watching me play some of it but i i kind of stopped after uncharted 2 and because i wanted they came out with that uh uncharted pack well i don't remember what it's called the trilogy pack yeah. or whatever where it was re-released in a higher definition the on nathan ps4 drake collection. nathan drake collection mm-hmm. and so i was like uncharted is one of my favorite games i was like i want to play through one through four with Trey, and so we made that our goal, and we uh, we did that. We got the Nathan Drake collection. We played those three, and then we played four together. We had a great time with Uncharted, man. And thinking, like thinking back, you know, I introduced you to gaming really early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were only maybe three years old <laughs> whenever <laughs> I was teaching you to play Atari and stuff, but. That I think Uncharted was really the first like real game that I sat down, and maybe it was your curiosity and watching me playing, like that you got interested in, and I let you play like the first like real full like it's not game. It wasn't it. Mm-mm. What was it? Destiny. Destiny. You really? let me play a multiplayer Destiny game. <laughs> I remember that. Now that you say that, I do remember that. Uncharted. Cool. All right, we're going to go next. You want to go? You want to go? Okay, okay. All right, JJ. I would say I would have a memory of that too. It was during Fortnite Chapter 2 where Midas was out. Um, I started playing a little bit of that and Dad started getting hooked onto it. Like I showed him how to build and stuff. He still does not know how to do that. You were teaching your dad. <laughs> so, what he's trying to say is is it the Midas was the top character you had to get to a level mm-hmm. 100 to get, and he really, really wanted it. And he told me so late that I didn't have enough time. There was like a week or two, and I never played Fortnite before. And I was like, all right, man, I'll get it. I got halfway there, and then the season reset, and then it flooded. Oh. And I was like, man, I'm sorry. But I've gotten every Midas since. I've gotten mm. the robot one. I've gotten the, 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 the purple one that plays the little guitar. Um, you got yeah. anything else today? Um, I would say that's mostly it, cause, but, yeah, I think that would be it. You don't remember me hand, handing you a controller while you were sitting in a... Uh, oh, that... <laughs> th- it was basically... He he was playing Grand Theft Auto. Uh, I wanted to play, too, so... This mischievous dad gave me an uncharged controller, <laughs> and I did not notice a thing. Took the battery pack out. <laughs> And I was like, Man, "That's the classic dad oh. trick, right there." But then, then Tra- Trey had to do the same thing. <laughs> he realized that the light wasn't coming on the Xbox controller, and he saw mine was lit up. Oh, so he started oh. 
he started figuring out, like, if he used my <laughs> controller, it would do things on the game. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? He goes, yours is lit up. Let me have it. Let they me have it. I was like, oh, man. I figured it out quick. I, was, I kept you occupied for a little bit. Yeah. I really did. You works, kept me occupied for a, for a couple of seconds. And no, then I, was, I, well, I would say, JJ, look what you're doing as I'm beating wow, the game. JJ, Single play. Beat that boss, JJ. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and I'm reacting to it, and he's reacting to it. No, I need to go this way. I need to go. Oh, we're driving this way, you know, whichever <laughs> way it was going. Yeah. That's, that's... Oh, I st- Classic I, dad I move with the that. dad controller. See, one day, it, it one a, day when you're dad, y'all, y'all will be able to do that move because we taught it, it to you. It was a good move. <laughs> <laughs> y'all will be in a game itself. What, li- what y'all will be able to do is like put on a YouTube video of a game plan and just hand your kid a controller and just let them think that they're playing. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to have a console. You're, like, you're playing the new PS5. And I would Six. even notice it. <laughs> Because I was like, what, two or one poop in my pants? <laughs> and he just handed me that controller and just had but you, it. But you were loving it. Yeah, I, I loved it. Awesome. I, lo- I loved it so much. Yeah, that's a, that's, a part of, that's a part of becoming a real gamer is the dead controller years. You got to deal with it. Like for me and Jared, <clears throat> I didn't have an older sibling. Did you have an older sibling? I had a sister Eight years and nine months. But I know a lot of, you know, friends of mine and people that had the younger siblings never got to play. (laughs) (laughs) They kind of got the same thing, you know, back then it was like Super Mario Brothers. So you play as Mario and then you would just tell them when you died that, okay, it's your turn, but you would still be playing. (laughs) And they would think it was their turn. A lot of times I got used to, uh, like my sister was so old, she like older. She uh she didn't really play video games, but her boyfriends would come in and be like, "What you playing, man?" They get in there and start playing. Like you're, you know, that's how I'd get to know them. They come in my room that was next to hers, and I'd start. Are you gonna yeah. spend all your time with my little brother? <laughs> yep. That's that's that was. That, that was some good times. You want to go next or me? Uh, I'll go next. Um. So my dad's not a gamer. He, uh, I, one of my fondest memories and a really, really taught lesson. Um, I was probably playing video games really young, and he probably told me to take out the trash or do something for my mom, and I didn't hear him, like one ear out the other. And then he left, and it, he was gone, and he came back, and he came in my room and put in a game. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm playing a game. I said, well, what are you playing? He said, Paperboy. I said, are you going to let me play? He said, nope. Not until you get done doing what you're supposed to be doing. So I had to go wash the dishes, take out trash. And he was in there just playing Paperboy, throwing the mail in the mailbox, dodging the cars, dodging things coming after him. And he got through to me by on my level by playing. Like, he played the game. And the like. I was like, man, I really need to listen to him. And I really, like take time to do what i gotta do so i can enjoy the things i want to enjoy and so i played paperboy like it was nobody's business <laughs> mainly my dad was sitting there he goes is this how you do this is this how you do that and you're riding up down the street faster and faster dodging this dodging that and that's really my only like really gaming memory of my dad but it was so important because it's the only one i got and that's cool i would um basically say the 
funnest memory with my dad was um when um I played with him. He he pl tried playing some Fortnite with me, and we just he started getting to my level and just kept going and going. And I was like, I was like, man, let him. I want to see how he does. And, <laughs> and by this time and now, I'm like, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> I, like I'm to that point. Like, I'm to my dad. Like, how do you do that? Like, how are you doing that so fast? Hmm. You're supposed to be on level 13 and you're already on 20. Dads make it look cool, huh? Like, I'm at level 13 over here struggling, and he's on level 20 and breezing it like it's nothing. <laughs> you know what it should be, though, JJ? It's just fun. So if you're just having fun and you're learning, and you're learning, like, strategy, I have years and years of strategy. And when they put that zero build in there, I was like, oh, these, these guys have no chance. Yeah, give them 50 shield points. I will still own them because I can shoot better, uh, strategize better. And once it went building, building is if I had to, I could build a bathroom by the time they build three stories. But that's, you know, that's all I need. Something, you know, and it's just having fun. If you just sit back, have fun and learn like, OK, what did I mess up on that time? Get better the next time or, you know, and it, it only gets uh, better. I really like what Jarrett talked about with his dad kind of teaching him the lesson with Paperboy. I think that's an awesome memory story of how a parent creatively used video games to teach your kids a lesson. For most, I mean, I'm, I remember always like getting video games for rewards, right? Like you do good at this, buy you a game or, or, and you'll love this. Like, you know, Fridays you, go to the blockbuster the local video game store and get to rent a game for the weekend so that's really cool that's, that's i mean that's a memory in itself but i've got i got several uh memories personally with both mom and my dad um going back to what we asked you guys about your earliest game in memory probably the earliest game in memory for me was um me laying in bed with my dad and they had an Atari 2600 in their room <clears throat> and I was man I was probably four five couldn't have been older than five um and I always look forward to my dad coming home from work <clears throat> and you know after he ate dinner and got ready and then we'd lay in bed and just relax and sometimes we we'd turn on the Atari and me and him would play just random game. Atari just got such random games, man. It was like Tank Battle. <laughs> and it'd say like 501 games, but really like every level is a they consider a game. So it's just like a different map of two tanks battling. We'd play that. We'd play this game called uh, Dragster. And I don't think either one of us knew the controls, but... We'd, we'd just be pressing buttons and randomly you'd see the car take off and be like, yeah, <laughs> like we did so. And then there was this boxing game, like just swinging this left arm and right arm. And we'd do that. We'd play, um, what was the jungle game? Jungle, 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 jungle. 
Jungles. I don't know. It's one of the most popular games ever. I'll think of it in a minute. Atari game um, where you're jumping over pits and swinging on vines and all this cool stuff. But I, that's one of my early uh, favorite memories is gaming with my dad on an Atari 2600. Because like you, my dad was not a gamer. And so that was just kind of special when he sat down to play a game with me, I thought that was really cool. Cause I really don't. After that, like I don't remember gaming with him any again. Really, <laughs> he retired after that. After the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, he was out. Got too complicated, I guess. <laughs> More than one button was too much. <laughs> I would have to agree with you on that. Cause like Dad did not know what to do on a Fortnite, so. <laughs> So I just gave him the controller, and he was like, just all trial and error. He just trying to, like, hey, son, what's this button do? Hey, son, how do you build? And I was like, Dad, you should know how to do this. You've been, you, you've been having the, you have been having an Xbox 360. Um, I think a Game Boy was it. Yeah. I've had every console except a Game Boy, a Nintendo Wii. You had a Nintendo Wii, I think. And I was like, how do you still not know this? Did you and your dad ever play uh, Frogger? Or yeah. is Battle Tanks the one where you shoot the cannon out and the ball goes yeah. every... So I remember playing I remember playing walls. that with my friend Barry. And just playing... It was like a ricochet game. Yeah. And it, like, man, I, and you're literally joystick and like two or three buttons. Simple as it was. But those was three games fun. are the ones I really remember from uh, Atari. I didn't even know. I know it was like 1987 is the latest system they came out, and that's the one that I had played was Frogger. Then it's just like Mario, choo, 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 learning the timing of the cars and all that. But I also want to say about, um, man, yeah, like you said with your dad, man, although we got short memories, I don't think I'll ever forget that because it impacted me so much on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. My mom, my mom, I always conned her. Like you said with Blockbuster or Movie Gallery. <laughs> See, you guys don't understand. We had yeah. to go check the movie or the video game out to even see if we wanted to play it. And you had to be there first because usually the video games were all gone. If you didn't have that little card right. behind it, you couldn't even check it out. There was no download. Oh, no, no, no. Demos. There was no demo. Nope. There was no YouTube. You could go watch a video to see if a game was good. Nope. You had to be there when, when you, you had knew to take was, a chance. And listen to your friends in chance. school. <laughs> if your friends in, in school yeah. said something, go there, try it out before you beg your mom and Connor into buying you an 18 and older <laughs> video game. That's That was mine. Like, you couldn't just try it all out. Like, you had to be there. <laughs> On time, 5 a.m. in the morning, just to not even see that, what it was. Yeah. Like, you had, yeah, you but had, I mean, you had to trust your gut on that. You, you really once. did. Look, this is what we did. We would go to this store. Imagine a library, right? You go to yeah. the library, and how do you pick out a book at the library? You look at the pictures. You look at the cover. You're like, okay, this looks good. Yeah, so we went to a library for video games and movies, and we would go there, and all we could look at was the the box that the game is in. And so you turn it over and you look at the pictures and you're like, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> what do you think? And you had to read the description <laughs> and, all the way and through. You, so you would pick up like two or three of them, right? But you couldn't rent two or three. Your mom only going to let you rent one 
for the weekend. And so you had to narrow it down with your friends who was going to stay the night and be like, which one are we going to get, guys? And so you'd pick one, and you were taking a big risk because that would make or break the weekend. Like, <laughs> if that game sucked, y'all play it for an hour and be like, dang. Or you'd be like, we picked a good one. This was awesome. So it was, it, that, was a, that was a cool time during yeah, gaming. Yeah, you, you had a look. Y'all was spoiled now. You had a look. <laughs> Freaking spoiled, bro. You can download a demo on any game you want to play and go watch tw- 40 YouTubers tell you, rate it, and everything else. Y'all are spoiled. Play the game before you even buy it. Like, you know what to do as soon as you get in there. We had to figure it out. <laughs> All right, which button is which? Which button is which? And then right. what's next level? What's this? And, you know, what's the longevity of the game? Can I do stuff after it? That, that's, you know, it was literally trial by fire. And, you, and it's still that way with GameStop. You still have to, like, your mom says, oh, no, you can only buy one. You, you grab, look, you have uh, Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. and then, um, what is it? But it would, like, Assassin's Creed and, Assassin's Creed and uh, Sonic. Mm-hmm. You... You had to look through their uh, covers and look at the the demographics and stuff. That's and, a good point. And I you, think. And you had to look through that thing like five million times. Game GameStop is probably the closest experience y'all have to video game rentals like we did back in the day. That's about it. I want to share one more of my best gaming memories with a parent. I talked about. Me and my dad early on playing Atari. <clears throat> but I have a ton of memories. Not gaming with my mom. Um, but my mom being like uh, just a good parent. But just like supporting me. Um, and allowing me to to have that hobby of gaming. Like uh, I have a lot of memories just... I mean, from from the first console I ever got, from the NES, like, my friends, my cousins, they all had NESs, like, and I would play it at their house, dude, and I freaking loved it, and I was like, I'm sure that's all I talked about as a little kid, and my birthday was coming up, and my mom, like, back then, again, the game rentals, you could rent a console, and so my mom, one day I come home from school just randomly, my mom had the Nintendo hooked up when I came home, she's like, I went and rented the Nintendo for you this weekend. And so I sat there and played Nintendo. And, you know, my birthday was coming up. Birthday was coming up. That's all I was asking for was a Nintendo. And my mom was like, I don't know. They're real expensive. They sold out. So I was like, man, I'm never getting one. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Sure enough, I got a the console, Nintendo Entertainment System, on my birthday. <clears throat> Uh, but besides, I mean, just throughout my life, I got a lot of memories of my mom surprising me with video games that came out. Stuff that I didn't even ask for that, and I don't know if it was just by luck or if she knew or what, but like, I would get out of school and maybe she knew that just like, I don't know, maybe she just knew I needed to pick me up. I needed something cool or she just wanted to be awesome and reward me, but she'd be like, I got you a surprise. And we'd get in the car and she'd hand me a bag and I'd open it up and it'd be like Mario Kart, Nintendo 64. Like, what? Like, just randomly. So, 
Big shout out to my mom, and then also probably the goat of all my memories. My mom hooking me up was she Sega Channel was this thing that was like so far advanced at the time that she found out about and got it for me. And that's probably one of my favorite gaming memories of all time. You got something else you want to share, Jay? Yeah, I, I have something. When you were talking about that gaming entertainment system on the Nintendo, uh-huh. which kind? Like, was it the original DS or version, or which kind? No, sir, not the DS. That was like 40 years later. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the old brick. Oh, the old brick. <laughs> the flip up, the the, up. Yeah, like your the dad was talking about? The, with the little pistol. The yeah, Nintendo the pistol. duck hunt. Okay, duck hunt. JJ got the knowledge on the old school. D- duck hunt. Um, what you know about duck hunt? Duck hunt. Nowadays, it's a horror game. <laughs> That's Whoa. right. It's a horror yeah, game. Like, Five Nights at Freddy's. Guy yeah, it, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like that. Dude, uh, you just reminded me of something. Uh, it wasn't just my mom or my dad. We had a family when we got Mario Kart. And I think it was Super, Super Nintendo. We had it in the living room. We had moved it, and all of us had the split screens on there, and we would play each other. My sister had Princess Toadstool, and I had, who did I have, Luigi? And then my dad would be the little mushroom guy. I don't know, Toad, I think is his name. But I remember that. we were. It was like a Christmas thing where everybody was home. My sister was home from college, and we played that game all night long. And we get the little star, get the little red shell, blow them up. They get mad at you, you know. (laughs) That dude, that was so much fun. I can't believe that just just came back to my mind. Yeah, that I mean, those things, those memories are ingrained in our brain for a reason. Not only was that part of our generation growing up from like the birth of gaming and watching it grow, but like we were at that perfect age where like gaming just really took off. You've seen it all from beginning to where it is now. And that's just ingrained in in our blood because we grew up like that. And that's it's really cool. I have something to say about that. When you reminded me of that holiday with mm-hmm. your parents, it it was with my sisters. Like we were like doing some. Ho- uh, it was like on uh, Christmas Eve, I think. We we it, it was like when I was six or something. We would we would get on the Xbox. Uh, uh, my two sisters would get two. It was when we had that wire control. We I grabbed the wire controller. Uh, they grabbed the two wireless controllers, and we would just play some Minecraft. Just good times. Roblox. Yeah, a lot of Roblox and Minecraft. They would get on the computer and play you, and you would be on the Xbox, <laughs> and then Rayleigh would be on her phone. It was just y'all y'all like. JJ, do this, or Rayleigh, do this, or no, help me build this. It's a really good time. Especially with Roblox, like, we were playing some doors. I was like, where are the key cards? <laughs> like, I was, like, I was trying to find the keys to the door, and I was like, what is my life doing to me? Yeah, it's, it's fun to see y'all, you know, have that little bit of, comp- like, fun and competitiveness as a family in the same room because nowadays y'all go in separate rooms play your own separate games that old couch potato co-op thing is so non-existent that when y'all do it it's like oh be still my heart they're getting a little bit of what we had you know and they're, and they're just screaming and 
at me like trying to tell me what to do and I and I'm just trying to wrap my brain about what's happening because <laughs> I have no idea clue what I'm doing here. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's, you know, you you get to have those memories with your sisters and family because your dad grew up through that and you know, he instilled gaming in you, so that's awesome. It's a great segue though for what I wanted to talk about next, which is kind of the differences between the younger generation, JJ, you and Trey, and then what I call the OG generation, the original, the, no, the original gamers. Like I said, we grew up from like Pong on. We grew up from the beginning of game until now. So we've seen it all. Um, but just kind of the culture um, has really shifted and changed, which it should. Um, but we just want to discuss the differences of that. Is it who who wants to start off here? I'll go. I'll go. I'll straight. Yeah. Who wants to start it off for the for the youngsters? He's been silent for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's been no. building up. He's been, leveling, he's been leveling up. He's got a super to use. <laughs> Come put his finishing move. But uh, there's definitely a large culture difference. You know, as a newer generation gamer, uh, when you're looking back onto those old consoles, those old, old video games, you know, um, it's, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around. You know, since you're so used to growing up and and being with this new console, these new games, you know, you're so used to so much 3D and everything. Like, I, it's hard to explain, but you get the idea that it's uh, it's just so different. Looking back there, it's like uh, a time machine into the Stone Age, deciphering Whoa. rocks. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. Shots fired. <laughs> it took a big two leap there. We're gonna we're gonna fire back. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna see what you have, old man. <laughs> Buckle up, son. Buckle up. So, how much has the gaming culture? Man, that's that's a that's a loaded question, man. Because before you had to play with a friend, like you had to have them physically present next to you and you learn together you're you're not only you're building friendships but you're also like learning your language you're talking to each other you know before Preach! before this new thing came out like you'd be like all right man no you got to move here you got to go there we got to do this together we got to feed man. this boss here um that goes all the way back to even arcade games you know you had to physically be uh -oh. there and uh -oh. you saw the person you were playing with there wasn't no across the pond calling somebody a wanker, a Yankee. <laughs> I'm you, know, listen. you know, you had to sit there and if you were gonna talk face smack, to face. shoulder to shoulder, face to face. that that builds character. You know, you, you when you beat somebody in a game and then they you see them physically get upset, you're like, all right, well maybe I don't need to play with this guy. He's taking it way too serious. He's not having fun. But you do that with somebody across the pond, they're cussing at you yelling at Let's you be real when we whooped our friends in a game it felt good and we would rub it in their face not only that yeah i'll tell you when th when this og came back during covid and i had three months off i turned that xbox one back on and that them ogs came back online 
man, it was like, it was like, who is this? Who that? You know, I don't know who this is. It was like, oh, I'm getting down. Like, I ain't got nowhere to go. I ain't got nowhere else I got to be. Can't go nowhere. Everybody's scared of stuff. So we'd get on there and we would just jam. Like, what, what's everybody playing now? And it would be either GTA or, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 for a minute. Um, even did a little bit of uh, Modern Warfare and just jumping from game to game and catching up with my old friends. But the one thing y'all do have, and I'll let Perry speak on this, is when you get that online friend group, we used to oh. call them. We used to call them. We used to call ourselves clans. So in 360 days, it was like a. I'll just throw some out there. MBK was Natural Born Killers. TWO was The World Is Ours. And then the online thing with the computer came on. So you had forums. So you could say like, Hey, we beat this group. We beat this group. And it was a, a friendly competition, but y'all were in it together. Or they would say, hey, Jared, or who that? We need you to come help us beat this squad or whatever. And that was fun. But now it's getting to where it's just like nobody's physically around each other. You don't talk to each other. You don't really know each other except through a game. So it's a, it's a plus and a minus because you're not physically there. You may know each other online or something. But, man, you really need that physical presence so you can build that friendship and, and characters together. Like, you know how your friend's going to play when they're physically right here. You can hear them online, but, you know, it's yeah. you grow better like that. That's why I think the OG thing is better. But y'all do, like, y'all y'all are missing something. Y'all are missing, like, accountability. Yeah, sure. You know, the, the humbleness when you get beat. They get mad. They rage quit. Rage quit wasn't even a thing when we were younger. Man, uh, your friend just couldn't just, like, get up and leave. No, they had like, to get better. <laughs> they had to get better. Like, restart, man. Yeah. Let's go again. Have, right now, they people just log off. It's too yeah. easy. They'll just log off, leave the party, get mad. Yeah. Couldn't throw the controller because like you were in then. the same room with them, you know? Like, dude, we're going to be... Like, you you know, you teamed up. Yes. That camaraderie was there. You freaking came together like, we're going to do this this time. Yeah. We're going to do it. Yeah. And you just did it and did it and did it, and you got better and finally beat it, and then you had that self of accomplishment. I tell you what, YouTube is a masterful tool to help you get better, too. Like, that's one thing we didn't have. We had to go to, to the store to get Game Informer to get fatality <laughs> codes. Like, we had to go in there at Walmart, look at the back page. How do you do Raiden's this? How do you do Reptile's this? Man, you know, Mom, when you go in the store again to get milk? So I can go up there and read the books and write it down on computer paper and bring it back home and learn to do it. That's that's how we learned. Valid point, man. I, I it was a struggle. Something. It was a struggle, but, man, struggle. it was worth it, you know? You guys, I have something to say. Go for it. Um, I, I'm not trying to be mean here, but... <laughs> Let me it, see what he follows up with. <laughs> The lack of how many quarters you had to use, it it's for the new. Like you, like for the it, old, you mean? No, for the new. So it it struggled. The, it was <laughs> it was such a pain. You like if you wanted to play that for hours, you would have to pay like five million quarters <laughs> just for it to run for like a minute. Well, it was quarters back in the day, but then they changed it to tokens. They got smarter. You get like ten tokens for you know, three dollars or five dollars or something like that. Yeah, but that just made a, a pain. You had to like you had to keep inserting like five million quarters just for it to run. I gotta for, disagree like, six with you. Minutes. I gotta disagree with you because because like your dad's saying, there's just there's this sense of competitiveness. There's this sense of like must win that. 
I don't think y'all necessarily experience because yes, you're putting real money in a video game at the arcade and whether it be Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam, X-Men, whatever game you're playing, you're playing it with or against somebody else. If you lost, well, then it's like, okay, you're off. You lo- okay, somebody's taking your spot now. The next person with the quarters is jumping in your spot, so you're out the way, bro. So you you had to like learn to get good and you had to learn to compete. And there was like this whole other aspect of video gaming back then because your mom only gonna give you ten dollars, twenty dollars if you're lucky, and you gotta stretch that out for two or three hours. And so when you lost, bro, you was off. The next dude stepping up and taking your spot. There's a row of quarters on that arcade <laughs> machine too. And when you start taking that, when they start feeding those quarters, and you're not off yet, you're like, oh, "Well, let's go." You know, you get pride, and you, yep. you're staying in that same spot the whole time. It's, it's a, it was a whole social experience mm-hmm. that, unfortunately, y'all don't really get to experience the same way we did. Good or bad, that's just something that we lived through, and and y'all, y'all's oh, generation didn't get to. Once. Let, me, once. Let, me, let me throw my son in the bus. All these tire tracks on my back for a minute. <laughs> so Margaritaville is probably the closest thing y'all got to like an arcade. That ain't that ain't the okay. same. I, I can say that. I can say it as a new generation gamer. There's that nothing. There's nothing like. They give y'all that little card. <laughs> my, I think I still have that. I got my son a card, and I, I don't even know how much twenty dollars, thirty dollars on no, it. He didn't even wait did to it. finish the game before he started hitting it again. I'm like, "What are you doing? You're not even done." He's still hitting it. It's like my credit card. I'm gonna swipe it. I'm like, "JJ, finish the game," and he, he didn't even realize like what yeah. you know. There was no physical putting the quarters and the tokens in, and I'm like, "I see what they're doing." I see you yeah. load it up, and they right. ain't even finished, and they're tapping it. And they may even leave the game with the credits in there for the next person. I was person. about to say, there's some, sometimes while Trey's playing, over if we go to Margaritaville, big play or something like that, where they got that card system, Dave and Busters, I'll just walk around and look for kids that just okay. left the game, oh, yeah. and I'll play theirs and get their oh, tickets. Yeah. Four credits in there mean <laughs> But I would have to agree with you um, so on that fun. one, the – the card is not like it used to be. Like, the, like, it, I don't even know how to put I, this. I'll give you a plus on this one. You're having social interaction with other kids your age. That is the number one thing I wish you guys, this younger generation from Trey to JJ did, anywhere in between. Y'all got to have that communication mm. and fun. It is such a pivotal age for you guys. Me and Perry went through it. We enjoyed it. We can tell y'all everything about it. But you got to get a little bit for yourselves. It's not just the massive online multiplayers. you got to have someone around you, too. You know, it's so much better when you have somebody next to you and you got a common goal or a social, fun gaming experience. It's like no other. Y'all, I mean, live it up while you can because it's gone within a blink. Yeah, that's, that's a excellent excellent point and just to hammer that in like me personally as a gamer i think i still like yearn and and want that kind of gaming experience and you would think that in 2023 like the the peak of interconnectivity 
and online gaming and everything's online that it would be simple now. And yes, I do have a group of friends that ironically I call the OGs. Shout out to Macho and Joke and Ghost and Fire and Best and Bob. Some like real friends that I made online gaming over the years that are, are some of my closest friends. But at the same time, I'm always seeking that that cooperative gaming experience. Like me personally, I don't play single player game. I think I I think I make this point every single episode <laughs> that I don't like single player game. But it, but I think it it it's to your point, Jared, that like we grew up in that age where like that was the thing, like the Contras and the Mario Karts and the Mario Parties and the WCW NWOs and the King Griffey Jr., whatever it was, Tecmo Bowl, those were all cooperative Mario, Super Mario. You sat down and you played with your friend in the room and you enjoyed it and you had that experience. And it's like I'm always chasing that online. And, yes, I I have some excellent gaming experiences online. and I love the ease, especially uh, being older you know, and having a lot of other responsibilities with family and work and all that to be able to just sit down, turn it on, put on a headset, talk with friends all over the country and the world and play games together. I love the the accessibility of it now, but there's still that one, like some kind of connection missing there that what 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 else can y'all tell me about? I would new, most, new gaming culture versus old gaming new, culture. New gaming culture, um, it's lacked some stuff since the older days. Like, the... Oh. I, and I'm not putting a point here. It's just, like, the graphic, the detail is just lost it. Like, like their um, main goal, just it's just lost it over the years. Let me ask Trey a question. What What's your... Um, What's your rebuttal on the new age gaming? What do you, what would you change about it to make it to where me and Perry's uh, retro days are? Like, what was something you would do? Ooh, see that's difficult because uh, I'm not a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> just throwing the landmines in. <laughs> but uh. For the older generation, I think that's something that all older generation gamers can agree on is the the lack of the co-op gaming that we have that we don't have today. Um, like you were discussing earlier, every almost every old generation game had that co-op. So to see it kind of disappear over the years into these massive multiplayer and everything that's just not how it used to be i think to touch that older audience again you got to give them you got to give them that classic format where it's you know a one to four player game that you and your friends can play you know it's not entirely competitive you know it's it could be co-op or it could be uh against each other but it's not something that makes it's not something that makes you over competitive or mad or anything. It's just something to have fun. Isn't Destiny like that though? Don't they have the multi 
massive online uh, multiplayer and you have the raids too right where you got to team up and then go through it together so there are games that you actually co-op together to take down um red dead redemption the original game you you got like when you joined a posse you had that group and you had these group of friends that uh that you played with and you became really really close with you could join these little parties you would talk about life talk about your favorite music <laughs> and that is probably one of the closest things i felt to somebody sitting right beside me when you put on those headphones and you get to know about you know gun runner or uh eddie from canada or you know two havoc or uh the you know the whole world is ours crew you get to know who they are a little bit of their personality a little bit more anonymity but you get that you feel like you know that person but you gotta have those games to go with it and there's so it's it's like the cross-platform games um if you can find a, a one that with everybody plays together and you can play in that same format like destiny does where you can do certain things in parties and play together you get that and I understand the new age thing where you can you even gotta leave your bedroom. You know, you can sit here and just play. You don't have to go to the arcade, you don't have to go to, you know, the flea market to go play an old, you know, NES or anything like that, man. But I see an NES with Mario Brothers or any of those old games, man, it's just like instant memory. I mean I, I gotta jump in real quick because that brought back like we literally <laughs> used to have to get on our bikes yes, and, ride. and ride to like the grocery store or a local restaurant or somewhere that had an arcade game to go play it with our friends. We had a mall. We like get yeah. well, yeah, but I mean Aladdin's Castle for sure. You had these arcade, but like if you couldn't go to Aladdin's Castle, but you were at your friend's house and they didn't have a console or something, or nobody had one, you'd be like, and before everybody had consoles in their house, you would ride down to Win Dixie or Piggly Wee, you know, wherever that had the one or two games at the when you go in the store and you would bring a dollar or two and you'd go play with your friends for a little bit. Then. The That's crazy. The Singer River Mall had an arcade there, and so they would have like Mortal Kombat tournaments. See, man, y'all need that, man. Y'all need like a tournament layout where you know who's playing, even if it's just their gamer tag or whatever, and you go in, you bring your mom, give you a little 20 bucks, and she'll go out there, go shopping, or drop you off, come back later. Y'all don't have pay phones anymore, so you can't, you just got cell phones now. But, <laughs> but that's, that's, man, I remember my mom, man, we, we used to go to, they had an arcade at one of the casinos. She would drop me off at the arcade and go gambling, and I was like, alright, I'm in heaven. I don't know these people, but they're about to know me. You know, it was just like confidence of walking in there, don't knowing these people yet, but I'm gonna socially interact and make myself known. Like I love games, I love playing. Let's play together. Let's play against each other. And let's have fun. Yeah, that's, and you that's, made friends like that. Absolutely. And you, your mom come back or your dad come back pick you up. You're like, man, I met Jerry from the <laughs> Grand Casino Arcade. Man, we played for an hour straight. Man, we did this and that and that. My mom's like, well, that's good. You, you got to meet somebody. That's mm -hmm. awesome. I didn't just leave you and abandon you can't do that with him <laughs> JJ be like uh don't leave me you know don't don't you dare leave me with these people because the new game like it's just lacking like the like the friendship of it that's right because hey, like hey. because the friendship JJ's with coming the game to the OG side because the friendship with the games it's just like they're lacking uh, the team effort like Remember the team effort in the back old days? Like, 
you invite your friends over here, like they come to play your Nintendo with the with Duck Hunt, just play with you, shoot some ducks. You remember them days? Yeah. I that we <laughs> that's right yeah and we just start playing um and over the years it's just like you're getting more distant from people it's well you look at look look at culture you look at technology you look at it's it's almost as if gaming no, it, but it's 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 this pattern, right? Gaming has um, advanced. Technology has advanced. All these things have advanced kind of over the same period of time to where we are now. And so what Jared is saying is like back then we grew up in the like a arcade machine took up a quarter of this room, right? And nowadays, the phone in your pocket can play any game in the world. And it's online. And you can play with people. So it's like, because of that, because of the technology has advanced so much, our experiences are so different. And, good. I mean, good, positive and negative both ways, right? Yeah. So I gotta it's make cool to see that. And, and, y'all, and, and y'all's, y'all's gaming culture is cool. We... we <laughs> we love our gaming culture because we grew up in it, and that's what we remember. Y'all, y'all obviously are are um, closer to what y'all grew up with. Yeah, I got a great uh, point with it. You can just pull out your phone, play any game mm-hmm. in the world. You can invite a friend like that's half the country around the world from you, and you wouldn't even know it. I do think that's really cool. About like never could I imagine playing somebody in another state or even a couple cities away unless I knew them personally or, you know, through a friend that I would game with, like, farther away from the people in my city and my community that I grew up with. Whereas nowadays, dude, literally you can play with anybody in the world. Like, they can be in Antarctica. Like, they can be in uh, Washington, D.C., and you're in, like, Africa. That's right. I got a hot take, so um, I'm going to throw it a tray to you because I feel like we've ate up a lot of Mike Tom. <laughs> Do you think... All right, so let's take the best of what we have now. We have cell phones, we have PCs and all that stuff. Yeah. Do you think we would be better if we all looked at the same screen? Because back then, we had to look at the same screen and watch the same thing on split screen, quad screen, whatever you want to look at, and you were all focused on the same thing. But now, you're physically looking down or out, and you can be playing the same game or right next to each other. You don't even know who's around you. But since you're shoulder to shoulder and you're focused on the same screen, do you think that is part of what's missing? Or do you think it's just the camaraderie of y'all being together? Because I say y'all looking down on a phone, even though you're all in the same car, same place, you are completely tuned out of the world. It's like listening to your own Spotify playlist in your own earbud, but if you play it on a speaker, then you all hear it together, and you all play it together, and you're all together. Do you think it's better, or am I completely wrong? No, I I absolutely agree with you. There is a huge difference. Um, I have personal experience. I'll get into that on a second. But I, I, I think there is a huge difference 
of being together and using the same screen to play a game, you know? Um, even if you're shoulder to shoulder and you're playing on different screens, you don't get that same kind of experience as you would all playing on the same screen. I completely agree. Um, I have personal experience with that. You know, I, I'm growing up. I grew up. I've known all my life about uh, the separate screen gameplay. I've played every multiplayer game I've played. I've had a whole screen to myself. I'm playing with somebody else who has a whole screen to their self. But um, I've brought this up on the podcast before. Uh, we went to a classic arcade before with a bunch of classic games. You had to use coins, and, you know, it was like a Shout blast out. to the past. You remember what it's called? I don't remember. Disney Quest. That was it? Disney Quest no, at Disney? No. Like the three-story mm-hmm. one? Not that one? They had real classic arcade games. The in one it. in Tennessee that we went to? Yeah. It had a that it had the wall of TVs. Yeah, yeah, that was in Tennessee. Yeah, that was a cool place. But we went in there. It had all the classic video games. We got some coins. We played Joust. It's honestly a very unique experience from growing up. Even with playing so many co-op games, I can tell you having that side to side, same screen. It's it's so much different, and I, I think it's better. I do. I'm gonna have to make a point with you, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> Call him out, JJ. It. There was um. What was it? By Mullet Hawk. The arcade game. Yeah, the arcade. It like you could use the old coins, and it was just like. It was just like a real comeback to what uh, modern day uh, games have become. What was it? Mullet Hop? Mullet Hop? Right near Mullet Hop? It's the bowling alley. The oh, bowling okay. Alley. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah, I'm they had the about. arcade. Yeah. Sometimes you can use the card or just use real coins. And yep. it's just like. It's cool, like, ain't it? What is it? What has this over the years become? It's cool, ain't it? Like, and it's just like. This is just not right. I, I think. I think what it is, is. Uh, <clears throat> Obviously, they both have their pros and cons. What we talked about, you know, with new age gaming is you can play with anybody all the time, whenever you want. Though I do feel like there's a lack of cooperative games right now for whatever reason. Games are just not having online multiplayer experiences for whatever reason. Or good online multiplayer experiences that are innovative, like... We're still doing stuff that PS2 multiplayer experiences had, right? We should be way past that by now. Um, I think all you have is racing and shooting. That's it. Yeah, Yeah. racing and shooting. Physical games like shooting basketball, and that's it. Yeah, sports games are probably the ones pushing a lot. VR, that's a good point. You don't have, like... VR multiplayer games are cool. VR multiplayer is just, like, meeting people in, uh, in a game and... Just talking with them, like give them, and it's just—that's a great like, point, JJ. Why don't you do this in real life? Well, <laughs> but like, but see, that's what I was getting to. My point was that like that old school social gaming experience is dying off quickly. And that's you see less and less 
arcades. Even though you, you occasionally come across one at the bowling alley that has one, there's still Chuck E. Cheese's, there's still Big Plays and Margaritavilles. When you go there, there aren't the the cooperative games we grew up with. It's all ticket games, to be honest. It's win these tickets. Who can win the most tickets? Figure out this puzzle to get tickets. Ticket, ticket, tickets. It's all about tickets. It's not just having fun with your friend playing a game. So, so like that whole experience is like almost extinct. Um, but you, that was a great point about the VR because I would say that that probably is the peak currently of like multiplayer gaming. Is is multiplayer in VR with your friends? That's the closest I can think of um, to to that old school experience. I Good gotta, job, JJ. I gotta say something. Um, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Get it, it. Get the, it. The Chuck E. Cheese. It it has not changed over Trash. the years. The but <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> I've been wanting to go there for four years. You've been wanting to go to Chuck E. Yes. Cheese. You don't want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Because the arcade. It's because of the arcade. I want to see what... V- you ain't th- missing this new, yeah. th- th- I'm going to play devil's advocate on what, <laughs> what today's become over um, of what the old days have become. Mm-hmm. See, like, Chuck E. Cheese is the oldest place that has the arcade system. It used to be called system. Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz Pizza. How about Chuck E. Cheese is like a microcosm of everything we've been talking about, <laughs> right? Yeah. When we were kids, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese now compared to then, Showbiz Pizza is completely different spectrum. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. So I'm going to play devil's advocate on your VR take, though, because I remember, I'm sure you remember, too, in the 90s, like VR was all the rave. You had the little box you get in that locks you in with the helmet and the gloves. Man, I'm afraid that even though we're going to get there and you're going to see phys- physical avatars, you're still in that closed-off space. Mm-hmm. So you don't know anything going on around you. You don't have any... Like, you, you're into the game. You're, you're more plugged into the game than you will ever be in your life without physically being in a video game. So you're closing yourself off in the world again. So you're, you're sacrificing the physical the ability of having somebody around you. They won't be able to see you unless they're plugged into the game yourself. You won't be able to hear anything around you. You are so plugged in, you, you lose. You're like that's one thing about arcades is like I don't think we ever had a time limit to leave. Like we man, not even wore watches. No. Now is family time. Like if I bring JJ up to one of the la- the last known arcade games, it's like all right, family time for two hours, and it goes by so quick, and they just and it's like man. Yeah. And I see like your your debate is about the tickets, man. They're just spinning the wheel or hitting the little <laughs> things for tickets. And I'm like, man, I would rather go buy you a toy yeah. from a store to have the experience I had growing up. And I guarantee you, I'll you'll get more out of it. My money will get more out of it, and you'll you'll you, have more fun. Yeah, you'll it, enjoy it more. Yeah, I mean, you spin this wheel, and you're literally <laughs> a half inch away from a hundred tickets, and you're so upset. I'm like. JJ, that's not life, buddy. You know, just go out yeah. there and have fun. You got shooter games, you got the the, the mostly racing, the motorcycle games. And I'm still doing that. And I tell you right now, it's usually Halo. We're usually playing Halo and killing dinosaurs or Terminators, and that's that's his thing. And I'll help him shoot them all the time, just so he's all into it and interactive. But man, I think with VR, they've got to figure out a way. Like I I understand it's the close. It's, 
virtual world you're into it like i think um xbox had spark or something like that mm-hmm. where it was almost like minecraft but um but if you get something like that virtual reality that's probably the closest cause usually you all have your own house your own castle mm-hmm. you invite people in you throw a party that i understand but i just you know the whole thing is you're sacrificing you know Nothing what's around you you know stuff like that i i agree I agree. The point I was trying to make was that because I'm with you, like the social Mm -hmm. with your friend is always to me going to be the best experience. But in the world that we live in now where everybody has their own screen, where everybody's online, where everybody's at home and the, the, like, let's be honest, like social experiences are, (laughs) <laughs> are very different now than they were when we were young. Yeah. Like it's all online. Yeah, you're either on TikTok or you're on Facebook or you're on Instagram or you're communicating and socializing online now. And so in the VR space, I know that it's not there now, but it's the closest to me that it was to back then because you're in a virtual space, you have moving hands and a face. It's like I'm kind of talking to you now, though it's not the same because in real life would be better, but it's the closest than just talking to you on a, you know, a mobile game where we're chatting or talking on a headset. Uh, and I think the technology will quickly get to where you kind of see in the movies where they think it will go and the AR aspect of it to where you're not necessarily in just a virtual room, but you're in your you're in real life and maybe you have a holographic image of you sitting here and me and you sitting here watching a basketball game, watching a movie, playing a game, but we're both at home in our virtual reality headset. As weird as that sounds, <laughs> as weird as that sounds, it's like, I think that's where, where it's going. I think you're probably right. Let me ask you this. So, and I won't beat up on this subject too much. How do you feel since it's a Father's Day episode? How do you feel as a father seeing your kids growing up? Like, are you excited about it? Are you hesitant about it? Or do you fear that without the social interaction, with the way the gaming is isolating kids, and they really, and I'm just talking about personal experience, I have I have tough skin, but these kids that have not a lot of social interaction, are they... Is it going to make them stronger or is it going to break them down more? Because you see what social media is doing. Video games is on a whole nother level. You're competitive, you're, you know, and it's you versus them with skill. And then that rage quit thing is a real thing. And then you've heard about the swatting thing where people are, you know, physically attacking other people. And how do you feel as a father on that? Like, what's your. As a father, um, I consider myself very much a realist and, and I consider blessed that I grew up in um, an age where I grew up without the internet. I grew up, you know, going outside, riding bikes, playing in the woods, doing those things. And then when I was 11, 12 years old, people started having uh, computers at their house and you got AOL and you started online. So then I grew up with the internet and I grew up with gaming. Um, and, you know, a lot of older people get uh, a bad rep 
for being like very much what what they call boomers now. Mm-hmm. Like this is how it was when I grew up. This is how it should be. Me, I'm I'm a I'm what you would call a geek or a technology geek to where I research and I'm very interested in technology and um, new concepts and futurism and all these things. So like that's interesting to me. And so I also try to, um, I know that I have to be knowledgeable on the kind of things that are going on now and the generation that my son's growing up in. And so I, I, in general, I feel like I'm a realist, but also I try to teach him how the the, the kind of things, I want to say the morals, but I don't, that's not the right word, but the, the, um, the lessons that we learned growing up in a world without being connected online and the social medias and things, I, I really try to drill into his head that just because these things are there and they're constantly there that um, it's not necessarily good, right? And that you have to be smart enough and understand that the Facebooks and the Playstations and the TikToks and all these different things, these are businesses that are designed, literally have mathematical algorithms to suck away your time and your mind and suck you in as much as possible and so i i I really i I don't try to dictate what he can and can't do but i also try to explain to him and help him understand that it's because kids nowadays easily very easily slip into you know social media world where everything is not necessarily real and is not the real world the social media, it's just, like, you're not, you're taking pictures, like, people are taking, like, they're having a good life, and, like, mm-hmm. why can't you just do that? Like, do it in, like, have your own fun. Don't post it on social media. That's right. And live, live, live your life what you want to be. Not them. I'll close it off wise. with, I'll close this subject off with this. Um appreciate your uh, output because as a father man I get a little worrisome you know I try to teach my son you know to be respectful to know that you know discernment and all that what you know what you you know what somebody else says about you isn't the truth you know you know in your heart who you are and be accountable for um, the things you say and do Um, but most part man I'm really proud of my kids yeah, they, you know, they're growing up really, really good human beings. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely proud of Trey, and mostly because I think he listens and he understands, and I see it. I see that he does. You just don't know what the definition of a caveman is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not sure what a caveman is, but I, but I bet it's a fifty-year-old man. I, I know. know what a caveman is. I know. It's a fifty-year-old man right here. Trey, you got anything to add to that old culture versus new culture? Finish it off. I think I added everything I needed to. Cool. All right. So, last topic of today's episode. 
This will be a fun one. I don't know who's going to start it off. Uh, I will. Trey's going to start us off. Here's the question. Who is the video game character that most reminds you of your father or son? You know. Trey starts us off. When, don't, don't roast me too bad. <laughs> when, when I was looking at the, you know, the agenda we had for this video, and I saw that question, I'm like, man, that's going to be a hard question. <laughs> and, then, and then it clicked in about five seconds. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. <laughs> but my answer is is gonna be uh solely from uncharted okay from uncharted i love so you know he's got that he's got that happy attitude he's got a positive outlook on thing that dude got shot and he was happy (laughs) he you know he he, he's got the positive outlook on everything he's funny he's a father figure to drake you know I, i just think he reminds me of you in a, in a lot of ways. Cool. Cool. That's that's better than I thought it was going to be. I love Sully. He's a great, great I'll, character. I'll, I'll, you want to go next, go with, um, Who? What video game character reminds you most uh-oh. of your dad? I, I would have to say the same with Drake because he just acts like a father to his son. Who? Um, the God of War. God of War? Yeah. Kratos? Kratos? Yes. Kratos. Kratos. Wow. He he just like he's just trying to protect his son. He's trying to protect his son. He's and a good taking dad. him on like adventures, showing him new stuff and Sweet. and like at sometimes at the end his son just saves him. Just bring <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good answer though. Yeah, that's a good that's answer. Great. That's Kratos a great answer. is like he's just try, he's just like he's just trying to protect his son. That's a great answer. And like That's other what people dads are do. trying to take him away from him, and he's just trying to like get him back. That's what dads do. They protect their kids. And just, and just showing him new stuff that he hasn't seen. So I'm not a rampager or anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did I hear that? Oh. <laughs> that's so that I was had, that was a, a that was a shot from before the show started. We were we were I, discussing. I had to think. And JJ it. said that his dad reminded him of Donkey that, Kong because he was a rampager. <laughs> a rampager, he was aggressive. The but, Kratos answer is good. But that's when great. I when I heard Trey's answer, I was like, oh, hmm. change of heart, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to think of something. I'm. I think. That was a very good answer. Hey, it's your answer. You own it. Uh, I'm proud either way. I was about to say Mario. Whoa. I was about to say Mario Mario for two seconds. Why Mario? Because of the mustache. The mustache. (laughs) (laughs) You have a a bit of a mustache. A little bit. It's a pencil thin mustache. (laughs) The Kratos answer is very good. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next because oh, mine. By, by the way, he has a he has a big bat that that has uh-huh. a barbed wire on it, and then because Kratos has a big axe, and I was like, 
Okay. That's him. He's got weapons. That's that was a COVID, <laughs> that was a COVID building. Because that, that was, was, that was <laughs> Just in case it got too crazy. <laughs> He's coming at you. <laughs> See this? Yeah. I'm gonna be coming out. I tried to go lighthearted with my. <laughs> well, look, I'll kind of piggyback off of that, and because I thought I tried to think of who Trey reminds me of, what character Trey reminds me of, and I and I couldn't think of one off the top of my head and so I'm just thinking through all these different games like is there a character in this game what about this what about that what about and then the God of War game came to mind and all I can remember is boy <laughs> <laughs> boy okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. boy okay. and so what, <laughs> I'm gonna line? just the the character boy in that game atreus. atreus atreus you know he looks up to his dad he follows his orders he does what he says he makes mistakes but he learns from what his dad tells him he's brave he's trying to you know create his own path become a become a man and so that really reminded me of trey That's what I got. Man, this is a hard question. Um, <laughs> what are you gonna do, video, me dirty? Diddy Kong, no, do it dirty. No, <laughs> I, I believe me, I want do it to. Dirty. I want to. Um, no. Forty years of gaming, man. It's it's hard to think of like something. What you gonna mind. say, Mario? Because I'm so short. No, I was thinking about like Yoshi. I was thinking of Yoshi oh, or Toad. Those, oh, because no. I'll tell you my two oh, reasons. I my pants. No, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you my two reasons. It's either between Yoshi or Toad. Toad because he's so optimistic. Those eyes light up, man, and he you just yeah. like so loyalty sad. and love. <laughs> Dang. And like man, Toad when he get he, he's so like uh, but Yoshi man Yoshi is such a lovable character, so animated, so happy, so energetic. And he doesn't, like, I mean, he is always by the character side, no matter what. If he needs to ride him, if he needs to eat turtle shells, if he has to go through something, Yoshi does it, and he does it well. Hold on a second. Who said I was eating things? I'm saying Yoshi eats turtle shell, like eggs. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I, I, I found an uh-oh right there. But man, that's... And besides, he poured out eggs. Like, I, I would not do that. <laughs> At least a human character would be nice. You got a little dinosaur in you. Oh, you got no. A little bit of a dinosaur in you. Wait, when did you make up that discussion? It was it was between the when y'all were talking. Like, the God of War I hadn't really played. So, that's... that. I, I would probably go with... Yoshi or Toad? When it's in between. If, if Toad was Yoshi together, that's go. what I would do. You're so bright, so optimistic, so charismatic, so happy. 
and you're like so animated when you get on a subject and or someone around that you like you are so happy so playful and that's that's what I'm adorable there you go <laughs> You don't that, really that's have. That's one line of the you, toad, like. Is it? We're adorable. <laughs> you got these like, like these, like what? one word like quirks, man. Yeah. That you, you're such a smarty. You know, you you. I get what sarcasm you is in your DNA. <laughs> <laughs> but that's we my answer. We ain't gonna answer. talk I'm, about that. Sarcasm. <laughs> that, that, that's probably my best answer because, man. Besides, like when I think about my son. And especially on this Father's Day, man, I'm just so happy to have him around. Like, I, you know, he's such a good kid. You know, we had some issues this summer, and I'm so proud to see him bounce back. There's nothing harsh. There's nothing, like, I'm just so lucky to have all my kids healthy and happy. And, you know, growing up, it's and such a fun age. That's right. And with this summer. Yeah, when I was, like, I could barely even run for two seconds. I was like. Yeah, we had some real medical issues, and we were worried about them. So I, right now, you're Yoshi. I'm happy you're by my side, and I'm so thankful. Wait, what would you say if I wasn't? But Yoshi never um, gets hurt. He just runs off the screen until you find him again, and he's good. He's right. ready to go. What? 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 That's what? literally our life. Like, he runs to a room, and I won't see him again until he's And then he's like, da, da, da. Hey, come check this video out. Yeah. What would you say if I, um wasn't like this what would you say what <laughs> would you say like i'm um todd or something what i don't even know who's todd i, I won't say is he a mario character then it's a it, it, it's a very old game it's, it, it, he was like a character from a black ops uh four he could he he, he like he always like at sometimes, like at at end of every mission, he gets his legs blown up. Dang! <laughs> this took a dark turn. That's you. <laughs> that ain't like you, he, bro. Like, oh my goodness. Somehow he would always be fine, just crawling out of the flames. What the <laughs> world? <laughs> With his legs blown up to. Oh my face. goodness! His humor is oh great. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Jeez. All right, we're, to we're gonna end that topic right there, Todd. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Go back to being Yoshi. <laughs> I like Yoshi. I like the I like the Yoshi better. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I, I you know, Jarrett said something just about being blessed for his kids' health and all the things you've dealt with and that's that's why I said boy for you, Trey, was just because of that relationship with his dad is so strong and you see it so that reminded me of me and you yeah Yoshi you got anything to say any any last comments for the crowd Yoshi (laughs) (laughs) perfect all right episode five that was awesome thanks for having us guys yeah I really really enjoyed it thank you man Um, It, it was a real pleasure I listen to every episode. I, I I try to send emails if they go through. I don't send them David ones, man. They yeah. run on emails, question after like question. Like 24 after question. hour spend emails. The whole episode just like, beep, 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 beep. Brad. Yeah, Brad. <laughs> oh, is it Brad? No, we, lo- we love emails. And this is the first episode with actual guests here live recording with us. So 
We're very thankful like for y'all. Again. We're very thankful for y'all. We hope we can do it again. Do this more. We had a lot of fun. I did have a lot of fun. This oh, just is a whole nother, a nother experience. So we'll have to plan another one out. What about Thank uh, you, season, JJ. Six, season six? Episode six? You mm-hmm. coming back for the next one? Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll surely come over here and just... We'll see what we can do. And just slap some information. Slap it on. Trey, you got any part in March, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't have anything to add, I'd, I'll go ahead and shout out everything. But you got any last words? Uh, I just, man... Thanks so much for having us, you know, um, wife, Lillian, Rayleigh at the house. Love you guys. I had a blast doing this with my son, meeting Trey, hanging out with Perry, talking about the old days, man. This, this, y'all don't understand y'all's podcast. Y'all bring back memories that I have, that have been buried. So just you guys talking about old, new, retro, modern, whatever the case may be. Brings back, like, with my sister coming home from college, man, I would n- I would not have remembered that unless it sparked a memory with Mario Kart. <laughs> but, man, this has been so That's much cool. fun. Doing it with you guys, hanging out with my son. You know, happy Father's Day to you, Perry. Thank you, Jared. Happy Father's Day to you and all the other dads out there. Oh, yeah. Especially my papa. Especially papa. Especially everybody's papa. Everybody's dad. Um, <clears throat> and their furnished memories. <laughs> I hope everybody gets to enjoy gaming with their with their dad, with their parents, with their pawpaws, whoever. Um, everybody has a good Father's Day. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Remember, raised on retro podcast at gmail.com. Send us send us your ideas, your feedback, your questions, whatever. Um, your ideas for an episode. Raised on retro. Um, at TikTok, Raised on Retro on Spotify. We got a gaming playlist for you to jam to whenever you know you're riding in the car to work or whatever. And we want to thank Jarrett and JJ one more time. We had a lot of fun with you guys. And it was just what we're we going to end it on. It was just a great um, day to have with my dad. Like, coming over here, just spending some time with my dad, talking about um, our funnest memories with each other. It was just a real good time. And especially to you. Like, you and <laughs> you and Trey just, it, it just brings back some good memories. Awesome. Yeah, we appreciate you, that, you, JJ. We appreciate you, Jerry. Would you like to end it out, Trey? No, I'm good. Okay. God bless. That's how we're going to end it. Thank you all.